Aloha, and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I am your host, Murph. I hope everybody's had a good week out there this week. Uh, mine has been pretty good. I can't really complain a whole lot. The uh, It's been kind of chilly here, though. But other than that, it's it's been good, minus the golf. It's, I'm really starting to get uh, a little frustrated with not being able to play. So uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I hope everybody had a, a good Christmas and everybody has a safe new year it's going to be coming up here shortly my christmas was pretty good i can't really complain went into uh the puka to um have some food with the with the friends and the the family the puka family there so that was nice and uh of course i had to try joe's mashed potatoes and uh he did not disappoint they were very good so joe congrats uh good job on the potatoes they were not lumpy i was telling him i do not like lumpy mashed potatoes they have to be really like whipped creamy and he was telling me he doesn't even use uh he doesn't use milk in it like most people uh, you know will use milk but he uses whipping cream so good job joe uh on the potatoes and uh, by the time i left uh it looked like they were pretty much all gone so everybody else must have enjoyed them also so other than that, I hope you guys had a good week, and let's uh, let's talk about Sophia Fia. I, I know Joe's been sick. Joe P's been sick, so and no, I don't believe it's COVID, but uh, he was not able to play on Sunday, and so I don't know if they had enough guys to challenge the, for the belt or not. But uh, I'll find out from Chris and, and find out see who's got it. But as far as I know, it's still sitting in the cart barn, waiting for either joe to pick it up or somebody else to win it so beach boy well vga golf we hadn't we we haven't had a tournament i know i've seen in the uh, discord server that the guys have been and girls have been getting together to play um here this past couple of weekends since we haven't been playing i believe our next tournament is the second week in january and hopefully i will be back in action by then my my ribs are starting to feel a lot better it doesn't hurt as much to cough or to sneeze and i haven't really tried to swing a club because i don't want to injure it any further or hinder its uh healing so i haven't really swung any clubs or anything like that or hit any balls but uh hopefully within the next couple of weeks i'll be back to playing and beach boys they played today they actually played Hawaii Kai, and I know I've talked about it in the past, playing Hawaii Kai. It's been in really, really bad shape uh, the last couple of times I played it. And they played it today, and apparently it was in better shape than what it has been. Um, I know I saw Steve posted something about it being the course was better than what they thought it was going to be, so, so they played there, and obviously I didn't play. Coming up, starting in February we'll have the hawaii state golf association tournaments will start start back up now I, I was talking to one of the uh the guys from the office the other day and he doesn't know um we've we've had some rising number of covid cases here so he's afraid that some of the places may cancel and that's a possibility i know last year we didn't really have a tournament season everything was got canceled but as far as the regular schedule it looks like it's pretty much a go for right now with the exception of the tournament that they held at mamala bay 
and the tournament they had at Barber's Point. They It doesn't look like those guys, as of right now, now that could change, but as of right now, they have not signed up um, those two tournaments. But to briefly go over uh, the tournaments that are that are coming up, starting in February, you're going to have the four-ball tournament and the A and B flights will play on uh, Saturn, Saturday and Sunday, January 22nd or 21st and 22nd. And then the following weekend, the senior flight, championship flight, and the women's flight will play um, that four-ball tournament. Uh, and then in March, that's in cause, because that's in February, the four-ball. And then in March... You have the Hawaii State Amateur Tournament. That's going to go from March 10th through the 13th, and that's going to be at Leilahua Golf Course, which I don't – I think that – I don't ever remember it being played there. Maybe it has been, but um, somebody can let me know if the, if it has been played there before. But Leilahua is a great course. Um, it's a challenging course, so I'm, I'm glad they're going to have it there. And you know what? They may have played it there last year or the year before when they had the tournaments. Anyhow, in April, April 21st to the 24th, you got the Mid-Pack Open, and that's at Mid-Pacific Country Club up in Kailua. That's a good tournament, and um, they'll have a pro division and an amateur division. Then on May 2nd, you'll have the U.S. Open local qualifier, and that's going to be played at Hawakale Country Club. That'll be a good tournament. I My handicap is never low enough to play in that. I think you got to be a one point something to play in it. And uh, yeah, uh, my handicap's not down that low. So I've got to get, matter of fact, talking about the U.S. Open qualifiers, the U.S. Senior Open qualifier is going to be May 16th. And they're going to have it at Y. Kelly Country Club this year, which I've played in that several times in the past. It's always either been at Hawakale Country Club or it's been at Wailai where they play the Sony Open. But this year, it's scheduled to be at uh, Y. Kelly. So that'll be good. That's that's uh, somewhat of a challenging course. So I got a little work to do to get my handicap down enough to, to be able to play in that. Then you got the uh, Francis Brown four-ball match play tournament. That's going to be May 21st through May 29th uh, on both Saturday and Sunday, both weekends. And... Uh, then you got the Manoa Cup, June 20th through the 25th. Now, the Manoa Cup's played at Oahu Country Club, which is um, up on the Poly. Good course. Uh, the one year that I, we, I played in it, I don't play in it very often. I've played in it, matter of fact, twice. The first time, I did not make the cut. The second time, I did make the cut and played my first match. And the wind, it was raining, and the wind was blowing so hard that it's a tournament that you have to walk to. The first day that you do qualifying, you can ride in a cart. But this course is very hilly, and you have to, in match play, you have to walk. You cannot take a cart. Your caddy can take a cart, but you can't ride in it. And uh, I was playing Justin Tapara, one of my my buddies, and um, he's a younger guy than me. And I'm struggling walking up these hills, you know, with the wind blowing in the in the rain. It was like it was miserable golf, the most miserable golf I ever played. Put it this way: when we made the turn at ten, when we finished nine, we got to the tenth hole. I said, 
hey, you're up six, right? And he was like, no, I'm only up four. I was like, oh, man, I was hoping we were almost done and we could just go right to our cars right from here right? because we're close to the parking lot. And uh, he was like, no, we got we got to keep playing. So I can't remember. He he may have beat me on 10, 11, and then on 12, he had about an eight-foot putt to to win the match and to end it. And I almost gave it to him. But he was putting so good that I thought he's going to make it anyhow. So I didn't give it to him. He missed it. So we had to play another hole. And that's the par five going uphill. And so we hit our drives and then we start walking. And I have to physically take a golf club and like, excuse me, not stab it in the ground, but put it into the ground to, to walk up this hill into this wind with the rain blowing. It was 30 mile an hour winds. It was crazy. And I end up winning that hole, which drug it out another hole, but he finally closed me out on the on the next hole. So walking downhill was just as bad as walking up. It was it was ridiculous. So I've kind of resigned myself from that tournament just for the simple fact that if I win my first match, then the next day I gotta walk another eighteen holes there. And then if you make it to the final day, they play thirty six holes. And there's no way I could walk that course thirty six holes. I'm not even sure I could walk at 18. It was it was ridiculous. At least in that weather, it was bad. But anyhow, uh, the Manoa Cup is a very old tournament. It's been going on for a long time. And there's been a lot of great winners. Brent Grant won that tournament, uh, the guy we follow on Corn Ferry Tour. He won that tournament one year. So a lot of good players. Good luck to those guys. I will not be playing that. <laughs> now, you uh, on June 11th, we have the U.S. Amateur Qualifier. And that's going to be held at Hawakale Country Club. Then the next tournament's not until August 5th through the 7th. That's going to be the Army Invitational Tournament, which is held at Leila Hua uh, Golf Course. And that has been, that was probably one of my biggest tournaments that I actually did really well on. And, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Let's take a short break. All right. Welcome back, everybody. But uh, what I was saying was Leila Hua, the Army Invitational, has probably been one of my biggest tournaments, uh, tournament wins. A few years ago, I was playing, and I know I've told this story before, but for those that have, maybe haven't heard it, that I was playing, and I wasn't playing terrible, but I wasn't playing that great. So going into the last day, I was five shots behind. A good friend of mine, Sean Sakota. And uh, Sean was playing good golf. And so the last day I got paired up with Joe P. He was in my group. So we're playing and I mean, it's, we're joking around. He's joking around and uh, we're laughing and having a good time. And we finished the first nine and I'm three under. So I thought to myself, man, I'm playing pretty good. If I keep it up, if I get some more birdies, maybe I can get into a playoff. Because I didn't think I was going to, I was five shots back and, I, and Sean was playing good. So I didn't think I had a chance to even really win it. But, um, so we kept playing and, and same thing. I really didn't think about it. I wasn't thinking about my score or thinking about anything. And then we get to 14 and the tees are up and it's only like three Oh five to the green. And I, I hit my drive right to the fringe and the hole was pretty close. It was only about maybe like 10 feet from the, from, on the green. And um, I made the putt and made eagle. So then I thought, wow, man, if I get a couple more birdies, 
I might be able to get in this playoff. So the next hole is a par five. I birdied it. Next hole's a par four, made par. Next hole's a par, a long par three, I made par. And then the last hole, I hit, um, when I hit my drive, I hit it left. And if, and if you know the course, the Leilahua golf course, on 18 on the left-hand side are trees. That's a slight dog leg left. And so I hit my drive like right in the middle of those trees. And I thought to myself, oh, you just messed up, man. You just blew it. And my ball hit one of the trees and kicked right back out, out into the fairway about 150 yards away. So then I hit a nine iron up on onto the green and made made uh, uh, two putted and, and made par. So I finished, uh, I shot 67, five under. And I got into the clubhouse and I, I ended up winning by like five strokes. Sean did not have a very good day. And so I ended up, that was probably one of my biggest wins. And, and the main, and I guess the whole point of the story is also for like anybody that plays any tournament golf or anybody that really just plays golf and wants to have fun. You know, the, the times that I've played my really best golf is when I haven't even thought about golf. I've, I've just had a clear mind and just went up and hit the ball. I didn't think about anything. I didn't think about my score. I didn't think about, oh, great, now i got to make four birdies or whatever. That's when I play my best golf. So try not to overthink it too much when you're playing and just relax and, and have a good time, and, and you'll never know what. You know, you may play your best golf. So anyhow, the Army Invitational, that's one of my favorite tournaments, and like I said, it was my. it's probably to date been my biggest win uh, as far as tournaments go. Uh, August 9th, you got the U.S. Senior Amateur Qualifier. That is also going to be at Leilahua Golf Club. Um, I've never played in the U.S. Senior Amateur. I know in the U.S. Senior uh, Qualifier, you have to have a, I think it's a 3.4 handicap. And I believe in the U.S. Senior, you can have up to a 10. I think it's a 10 handicap, the U.S. Senior Amateur. So that's... uh. August 9th. Uh, then we go off island, well, to one of the uh, neighbor islands. We go August 26th to the 28th. You got the Kauai Amateur. That's going to be a Wailua Golf Club. And then uh, August 10th through the 11th, you're going to have the Mayor's Cup at Alawai. Wait, August? I think that's September. September 10th through the 11th is the Mayor's Cup at Alawai. I know last year they canceled it. So we'll see what happens with this year. Uh, hopefully they'll have it, but like I said, it's kind of uh, it all depends on what these cases do here as far as COVID goes. Then uh, November twenty fourth, I'm sorry, September twenty fourth and twenty fifth, you have the Big Island Amateur at Waikoloa Village, over on the Big Island, and then uh, October eighth and ninth, you have the Maui Amateur on Kaanapali Golf Club over there on Maui. That's going to be the tournament schedule this year, what they have listed so far. There could be some additions or there could be some uh, subtractions from this schedule. We don't know yet. And it's like I said, it's going to depend on what goes on with um, the COVID cases because if they continue to climb like they have been, you know, there's a very real possibility some of these tournaments may get canceled. So let's hope not like to get back into some tournament golf it also gives you a chance to see the guys that you don't get to see all the time so pga news 
Obviously, there's uh, been no action because of the holidays. And this past weekend, they showed the replays of the Olympics, which was pretty cool because you got to see uh, Shoffley. And, and I was telling the guys at the at the Puka that um, when he hit that, I called that shot on 18 when we were watching the Olympics. And Shoffley had a one-stroke lead. And he hit his drive right in the rough under a tree. And so he had to punch out. And when he punched out, he hit it out out into the fairway. And I, and I figured he would leave himself something like 100 yards, 90-some yards or whatever. And it was like 90-something. And so I told the guys that I was watching it with, I said, watch, he's going to hit it behind the hole, spin the ball back to like three feet. And sure enough, he hit that shot and it hit the past the hole and spun back. I don't know if it was three feet, but somewhere around there, and then made the putt to end up winning the Olympics. So that was pretty cool. It was it was cool to watch that again. So no action for the the PGA. Obviously, they got coming up soon is going to be the um, Century Tournament of Champions over on Maui at Kapalua, the plantation course. I've I've played obviously I played that course several times but I've never went over there for the tournament to watch it or to work it but after that they come here to the Sony and uh, I figured since we didn't have any PGA news that I'd, I'd just tell you guys a couple of caddy stories when I was caddying at the pro-ams and that's another thing if you guys get a chance in your area if you're not uh, if you're not here if you get a chance go and caddy at one of the pro-ams and if you could carry a bag and uh, walk 18 holes and then you should go do it just for the experience because it's fun for one you get to meet a lot of good people you get to um, you know you're going to have a pro in your group and a lot of those guys are really personable and, and you can talk to them and and you never know like you may end up getting to play in it someday like my buddy chris you know, me and Ski, Ski always would say, hey, we're going to play in this someday. We're going to play in this day, someday. And it costs a lot of money to play in them. But at least Chris is getting to play in it. So I figured I'd just tell a couple of caddy stories. The The one year I caddy, I think it might have been my second year I came over here to caddy. At that time, I was just coming over visiting from Ohio. And we got, what happens is you go to the caddy tent. And then as the amateurs come in and, and sign in, they, if they don't have somebody caddying for them, then they'll they'll have one of us caddy for them. So they'll take about 10 guys over to the pro shop, and as guys come in and sign in, they'll give you a caddy. So the one year, I'm sitting over there, and a guy comes up, and they call me over, and I'm going to caddy for this guy. His name was Rob Moore. Let me back up. Sorry. Before we, we, we were going to get a bag in the afternoon. So the morning session, Ski and I just went out and walked around and watched golf. And we came up on a group, and it was um, Jim Furyk. And he had, you know, four guys with him or whatever, amateurs. And so they're playing. And as we're standing there watching them tee off, up walks Adam Sandler and a, and a couple other guys. And so we introduce ourselves to him. And uh, I tell him, you know, I'm from uh, from Ohio, cop from Ohio. I just come over to visit and, and caddy in the pro-ams and stuff like that. And so... He's, he's like, well, we're watching these guys because those are my producers, and we we have a group that's playing them. We're, we have a bet against them, so we're just kind of watching them. I said, oh, okay. So Ski and I walk away, and we start walking, and I tell Ski as we're walking, I'm like, 
dude, how cool would it be to get to be to be in Adam Sandler's group? Because you know you you see him on the on the movies of like Happy Gilmore and stuff like that, and he was like, yeah, that would be cool. So anyhow, we walk back to the the caddy tent, and you know, so guys are coming in, so they take us over there, and like I said, a guy comes up, they call me over, and his name is Rob Moore. So I grab the pairing sheet because I want to see who our pro is, because. That's another thing. I've had some run-ins with some of the pros, and the majority of them are cool guys and really personable and, and talkative. And then I've also had a couple that have not been that way. And so I look on the pairing sheet, and our pro is John Cook. And John Cook went to Ohio State, and I'm a Buckeye fan. I'm like, yeah, all right. So then I look at the names. That, who's playing with us so it was rob moore rob moore uh, dave schmaltz and somebody else and then adam sandler so adam sandler was in my group was gonna so i was gonna be catting in his group for one of his movie producers the other three guys were also producers and so i i got to caddy in his group so as i'm standing on the putting green because my guys practice some putting i see ski walking over by the cart barn and he's carrying this real big bag so i go ski ski like i wave like for him to come here and he know he just looks at me goes i know i know and weighs me off and keeps walking so he ended up catting for uh one of the ladies that were playing was playing in the pro-am and he said i think after we got done he's he was like i think i raked every bunker on this course she hit it she hit into like a lot of bunkers so uh but it was fun i got to caddy in his group and uh he was fun I, I mean you had guys in the in the gallery he was getting ready to hit one time and somebody said hit it like happy gilmore and he was like i can't you want me to kill somebody he hit and he's not a bad player he's pretty good and uh he hit another shot and as as we're walking away somebody yells out not bad for a hockey player one of the one because he was a hockey player and happy gilmore so it was, it was fun it was a good time the one year i got to caddy and and the pro in our group was bubba watson and so he was really personal talked to talk to him walking down the fairway on a, on a few holes and adam introduced me to his girlfriend it was his girlfriend at the time and then uh they got married uh eventually he would see me he came out like four or five years now he didn't remember my name obviously i'm i'm nobody but he did remember the only way he remembered me he would call me ohio he'd see me he goes ohio and so so that was pretty cool got to meet will smith came out one year he was a nice guy he was uh i was walking up to the putting green uh, my guy was up there putting and then will was walking off so i introduced myself to him and he was putting a uh, lip uh lip balm on or something and i went to shake his hand he was like oh wait 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 and he wiped his hand off and then shook my hand so met him i met uh roger clemens was there one year i'm trying to think of his name adam said he played the kings and queens um james uh kevin james kevin james kevin always came out with um adam and and ski actually ended up hooking up with one of adam's producers he, uh well he was like the the like the head of sony west or something like that and he ended up catting for him like every year don cheadle cheadle was there so yeah there's there's been a lot of people so 
if you get the opportunity to go caddy in a pro-am for one of the pga events or even the lpga events you should go and, and do that i did it for probably i'd say about eight years and then my knees just got so bad that it it took a toll on me i couldn't i couldn't walk 18 holes carrying a bag and so then i started working with the golf channel guys being a camera driver driving around and uh working with those guys which was great it was you know at the beginning of it it was a volunteer position but then the union i guess complained about us not being paid so then they started paying us for uh the tournament so every time i'd work they'd they'd pay us four hundred dollars for the four days that we were there so yeah if you get the chance you should go do it like i said you're gonna meet a lot of great people i met one of the i i met and ended up caddying for him for about uh five or six years a great guy here in hawaii um warren luke what a what an awesome guy and i would have never guessed it but he's like one of the 10 richest people here in hawaii and he's a great you would never know it he is an awesome guy and uh i really enjoyed caddying for him because he was a member at wailai but he was a good player he actually played pretty good and so i liked caddying for him and i i just got him by chance one one year and then after we got done playing i told him i said hey i come out every year if you don't mind i'd like to caddy for you and uh he was like yeah give me your phone number so every december he would call me and ask me if i was coming out because he was going to be playing in it so i caddied for him for five or six years probably great guy and like i said my knees just got to the point that i couldn't do it anymore so i started i uh, started working with the golf channel guys yeah if you get the chance you should do it you're going to meet a lot of great people and i like i said the majority of the pros i played uh, that i've uh was in was in our group was great you know those guys the pros play those pro-ams because these guys pay a lot of money so the pros are supposed to interact with the with the amateur players and the majority of them do but there's been a couple um i'll tell you a story about uh vj singh ski and i were was sitting on the bench next to the clubhouse and vj walked by and as he walked by we said hey hi vj and he kept walking he didn't say a word he looked at us there was no he didn't smile he didn't wave he didn't do anything he just looked at us like i don't know it was not a it was not a very um nice look and just kept walking so even though he was like that with us when uh ski actually had him in his group one year and he was really good with the amateur uh players you know helping them on stuff reading putts and stuff like that so i mean those guys are supposed to do that they do that because you know those guys pay a lot of money to 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 play in those and get to spend time with the pros and interact with them so anyhow that's uh that's my talk for pga stuff there's no tournaments going on so i just thought i'd pass on along a couple caddy stories no corn ferry yet it's coming up though in february and i know i say it every week and and I just got to get it done is I want to get Brent on the show and, and talk to him before the season starts. But I want to find out if he's coming out here for the Sony. That would be cool if he did that. But anyhow, uh, let's take another short break and we'll be right back. If you haven't heard the new C-Money Baby album yet, you're missing the best thing to come out of Ohio since Jim Trestle. 
Smart Boy, Dumb Decisions is a look into the life of C-Money Baby. Lately filled with loss, pain, struggle, and danger, the Gym City rapper gives you high-energy bangers and deep, introspective slow jams. To check out the album, just search up C-Money Baby, Don't Forget the Baby, on your favorite streaming platform or visit www.smartboystudios.com. Also, don't forget, Corey Gossett is dropping a song every single week this year. Stay up to date by following him on Spotify or Apple Music by searching Corey Gossett or look him up on Instagram or Twitter under at Kid Who Came Back. Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, and any upcoming events. If you'd like to support Smart Boy Studios and their artists, head to threads.smartboystudios.com and check out the merch. They have hats, hoodies, shirts, and more. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I picked, so when I was at work the other day, I, somebody had brought in uh, a lot of, a, a bunch of books and there was a bunch of different ones. And I, so I grabbed three of them cause I, they looked interesting. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to read them, but, uh, the one that I got is Arnold Palmer playing by the rules. And it's basically all the rules of the game complete with memorable rulings from golf's rich history. So I'm, I'm sure this book I believe it's not a brand. Yeah, this is back. It was copyrighted. It was back in 2002 and uh, 2003. So obviously there's been some rules that have changed, but uh, it'll be interesting to read it. But one of the things I found interesting on it was um, the third section of rule one, rule one dash three is probably the most broken rule in the entire rule book. And it reads, Players shall not agree to exclude the operation of any rule or to waive any penalty incurred, which obviously that means you can't agree ahead of time to break the rules, which everyone probably does at some point. If you, you know, like if you're standing on the first tee and say, okay, guys, we're rolling it in the fairway today and all putts in the leather are good. You've broken that rule because all putts have to be hold and you're not allowed to touch your ball when it's in the uh, fairway so i know that people do it because it's they want to make it a little more fun for people who wants to hit out of a divot in the fairway but technically you have to and if you don't then you're breaking that rule so but uh the other two books i grabbed was the open championship from 2000 at saint andrews and that's the year that tiger won that and so that book is uh it's got a lot of different photos of the players that played that year and they and they talk about the tournament and what happened so i grabbed that one also to check out the last book that i grabbed was champions and guardians the royal and ancient golf club 1884 to 1939 this book what i found interesting about it and kind of caught my eye and maybe want to grab it and, and look at it was this book there's only so many of them made they were published in a limited edition of uh, 1,775 copies, of which the first 275 copies are the Society of St. Andrews Golfers edition. And this book that I have is copy number 1,374. So, and it it looks, like I said, I haven't had a chance to go through it or read it or, or really delve into it, but... It looks like it goes through the history of the golf. And and like I said, there's only 1,775 of these books. 
and now I have one of them. So that's pretty cool. But anyhow, I grabbed these three books and and uh, do a little to do a little reading. Not that I'm that big of a reader. I'd rather watch a movie than read a book. And I don't know if if uh, a lot of people feel the same way. There, I know some of my friends would rather read the book. They like the book better than the movie. But I'd rather watch it than than read it. But anyhow. I hope everybody has a good week coming up this week. A good New Year, a safe New Year. Please, if you're going to be out drinking, do not drive. Not only to protect yourself, but to protect other people. And not only that, but DUIs are expensive. So call a cab, get a a a designated driver, or call an Uber. But try, please, do not drive. I want everybody to to be safe and to be able to play golf next year without any injuries or any uh, disabilities. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I really appreciate your support for those supporters that actually, or that support the podcast. I appreciate you guys and thank you for that. And uh, I guess I'm, I'm going to, get out of here if you guys uh have any questions or comments or topics you want me to discuss please shoot me an email at mersplace 808 at gmail.com or um you can leave a uh, a message on anchor on the uh on the answer on the voice voicemail and i'll get it that way if you'd like to support the podcast there's a link to do that please i appreciate it uh helps me continue to to deliver content and to put content out there and like I said, I want to get it. Uh, I'd like to start doing video too, get it on YouTube. But I know it, I do put it on YouTube, but it's in a audio only file. It's not uh, not video. So, but thank you guys. Like I said, if you have any questions, comments, topics, please shoot me an email. Mersplace eight hundred eight at gmail Everybody, be safe. If you're playing golf, hit them straight, hit them long, but don't hit them often. Aloha, everyone. <laughs>